We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, you bunch of heathens. Welcome into the Jack Ramsey's Live Show. Danny Murray, Brandon Sprague. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Uh, obviously, it's not going to be like a, a real chipper mood with the uh, the news around us here. Little, we'll get uh, kind of everybody in here in just a second. And while we're waiting for a second, I will pull up what I use to make everything for all of the templates because everybody wants to know the name of that song. And I've got it in my uploads in there. Sort by audio... I know the name of the artist as soon as I see it. So if anybody wants to find it, it's called Neverland by Sunny Fruit. There mm. you go. Okay. And you can find it on YouTube. I have the licensing rights for it. That's why it never gets ripped out, and I don't ever have my content taken down because I spent money on music. So there you go. Support artists. Uh, fun fact. <laughs> yes, one, support artists. Two, <laughs> fun fact. My second year working at 1080 The Fan, mm -hmm. uh, we did a... And this this will kind of date the situation, by the mm. way. You're, you're, we're talking a decade ago. I we created as a night show a hot chick bracket. Mm. So like, who's the hottest actress out there, right? Mm -hmm. We did it. We did this for a lot of different topics, but we did the hot chick one. I used a Google image of a uh, Mila Kunis, mm -hmm. and we put it on the website. Let people vote. Uh, the photographer of that photo somehow found it and sued our company for $50,000. That tracks. Yeah, no, people do that for, like, all you gotta do is do a Google Google image search. Yeah, and I guess if you don't cite credit or you don't get permission, it, it was illegal back then, and this was, like, right before suing just, like, grew and grew and grew, mm -hmm. but he sued for 50 grand, ended up getting 30. Uh, that meeting was not fun to talk to my boss because I was basically a minimum wage worker going, what? I just cost the company $30,000 by one copy paste, one copy paste. It was that simple. Yeah. That's the cool thing about uh, all the stuff that I use is that number one, I pay for it. Number two, um, I have it. I have the rights for in, per in perpetuity. So I don't ever get caught with that. Uh, yeah. That disaster piece. Um, speaking of disaster pieces, let's go ahead and let's pull up the news. I hate, I hate this. I really hate this. This this sucks beyond belief, man. Um, obviously, Nas was out the other night, um, being held out because of, of what was assumed to be a, a shoulder injury. Mm -hmm. um, but it was not um, known until, uh, I believe, last night. 
the severity of it. Uh, and the actual press release from the Blazers says an MRI taken January 26th revealed. Let's double check that real quick. So again, today's the 27th. I mean, last night was the 26th. An MRI taken January 26th revealed Trailblazers forward in a serial litter with a left shoulder labral tear. The team announced today the injury occurred at 8-11. Remitting the fourth quarter of Portland's game against Minnesota on January 25th. An update on his stats provided as available. What's interesting about this, Brandon, is there is not yet a surgery date. However, it's a labral tear. That I have never seen a labral tear that did not require surgery in sports. So this was obviously the big bummer of the day. There's no doubting that. But um, and 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 yeah, first and foremost, we hope that Nas can just get healthy and be ready to go by next year because Woj also comes out and says he's done for the season. Um, aside from the bummer stuff, I, I don't know why. I, I didn't say this last night on the on the post game. I had a weird feeling about that situation. Um, it's you've mentioned this several times, right? It's it's very Portland to say, well, it's some it's some inflammation. Well, he's being held out for precaution, and then like boom, big injury. Mm-hmm. Remember his reaction when that injury happened? It we was were like, watching that live, and we we both did the yes. same thing. Like he doesn't. For those that don't know, Nas is a tough, tough, tough dude, and everybody says the same thing. Like that's why can everybody huddled around him? Like. He's not a guy that he he plays through a ton. Like he has had nicks and knocks and all kinds of stuff. So for him to hit the ground the way that he did and stay down, Brandon, was a pretty telling sign. Well, I remember watching that live with you, and and we didn't even see him. He went for the rebound. It went to the other side mm-hmm. of the court, and the reaction from the bench, the Blazer players, all got up the way they did with Nurkic. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see what happened. So my instincts were just like, oh, my God, is this a leg injury? And he's they go over. He's holding his shoulder. I mean, that's the moment he tears it, right? He feels yeah. that tear. He's like, oh, shh. And he ended up getting up and walking off. And he not came back slouching. out. He did come back out. He Clay Thompson, that bitch. <laughs> um, the original thought was, and Andrew says, I mean, Chauncey said nothing serious originally. That's because he, Chauncey's a former player. And yeah. his guy went out there. And this is not a knock on the medical staff. The medical staff took this seriously, and that's why he didn't play the, the next night. Um, my understanding is in something like this, you go back in the back and you go through your range of motion. It's sore, but you pass a, a test, mm-hmm. and you can go back out there. Now, depending on the severity of it, clearly the shoulder wasn't dislocated. Like, was that Collins we knew? Yeah. We knew, like, his shit was down. When here. you have slouchy, when you're doing this... <laughs> When when the rubber arm's there, yeah. that you nope nope, but this was deeper. But that kind of matches up with with what the reaction was. Yeah. Um. But it's a bummer. It's a major, major, major bummer. MRI shows again a torn labrum on left shoulder for Nasir Little, uh, who was having a tremendous season. Um. And it's. <sighs> I don't want to recount all the stuff he's been through because he's been through a lot. Cause I, I the general, well, I, mean, I, th- I think you should like I, for listeners out there that maybe don't know how much, you know what I mean? Like to kind of yeah. put this in proper perspective of what in a very short stint he's had to endure. It's, 
I, I think it, I think it'd be good if you did. So he's had a couple knee injuries, and obviously nothing serious that required surgery. He's had a couple ankle injuries that have kind of piled up on him that have held him back. Uh, I believe it was a hamstring or a calf before that, and then he had another leg issue coming into camp, and before that, he obviously had COVID, or he lost thirty pounds and had to reshape his body. And before COVID, uh, he had an issue in the bubble um, where he blacked out. Mm-hmm. Like to the point of, I don't think he'll care if I share this. That Anthony Simons was so scared that he cried because his guy's down on the ground, out cold. Yep, like scary situation. Um, and then after that, uh, they were worried about a potential heart issue. Same kind of thing with like Lamarcus. Like you were like the symptoms all kind of tracked. Like, ooh, this is not good. So mm-hmm. he and and that's just the medical stuff. That doesn't even begin to touch on like the basketball side of things, where he goes to North Carolina and he's put in an awkward position. He's the number five prospect in the country. Uh, he falls in the lottery. Uh, it wasn't just him that got COVID. He had family members who got COVID. Like he has been like he's been in the league technically. This is his third season, but he's was drafted going into the COVID year, so he's only actually been playing basketball in the NBA for two and a half years. Yeah. And it has just been one thing after another, after another, after another. And this is just another hurdle that he has to overcome. And to be honest, like you had, he's the kind of guy you got to pull his corpse up off the floor. But unfortunately, he's just running into things. And I, I hope this is the last thing that he has to deal with. Like, and I, I say all this to say, because I've seen people say, well, he's injury prone. I don't know if he's injury prone. Because I don't think it, that's fair yet. That's not fair yet. Like, I look at, I hate to say this, I look at Zach Collins and I say injury prone because it's the same injuries. Ankle and shoulder, ankle and shoulder. Nas has had just stupid knocks up and down his body. Could he be down the road? Sure. Maybe he's, he's this is going to sound kind of weird, but... Um, he may have too much power for his frame. Mm-hmm. That does happen to guys uh, when you're just too damn strong and you're too damn wound that you can be, you can biomechanically, you can be lean more towards injury. D Rose had this with this athleticism. Yes. Too explosive. I mean, he was too explosive, literally pulled away from the bone. Yes. Yeah. So um, I, I am not to the point of injury prone. The, the problem with the labral tear is shoulders are wonky, and typically once you repair it once, it definitely leaves you open to further injury. Like with, with knees, uh, this coming from the guy who's had multiple knee surgeries, <laughs> with knees typically once you get it, you're, you're, you're good. Like that's especially nowadays, ACL, MCL, meniscus, that kind of thing. Unless you're a seven-footer, hell, sometimes you come back even better. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. Um, if, as long as you aren't like blowing up your knee, a la Derrick Rose. I mean, I, I did an interview today um, with a doctor who just wrote a book about injury recovery. Mm-hmm. And I asked about Cam Akers, the running back for the Rams. What, he, five months on an Achilles? Six. He, he, he tore his Achilles in camp. And everyone's like, well, Cam See Akers you next is year. done. See yeah. you next year, like week seven. Yeah. And the dude is playing now, and I know he didn't have a good playoff game, but like he's starting for the Rams as their running back. 
And so it's remarkable because when Kevin Durant went down, we we're like, is this dude ever going to be the same again? Now, KD sat a year and he's been really effing good this year. Cam mm-hmm. Akers, without the fumbles, I mean, just the fact that he's playing pro football is unreal. He's playing at that level is just bonkers. So I asked the doctor, I said, is he just a freak? Or is this becoming the new normal? Where ACLs were a couple years ago. Remember, ACLs would happen. Remember Adrian like, Peterson? Was it four months? And he was the first. That's when it started. That was like, like oh, oh, AP's a monster. Yeah. Right. But then other guys would tear their ACLs. And most of them missed the season. But, like, they'd be back and they'd be normal. It didn't, mm-hmm. like, take you away from You're not you getting were. that year-long linger. Because, like, I right. had mine. My first one <laughs> was 20 years ago. I was 17. Yeah. It was 14 months. Yep. That was the normal timeline of that Before I was like, it was a whole ass year before I was like, okay, I'm, I, I can feel it. Now you're, the, t- you're, cutting, you're cutting 10 months. You're cutting a whole year damn near off that. And the, and the doctor didn't say like, you know, you get it. Everybody's going to be back in four months. But mm-hmm. what he did say is a guy like Cam Akers, what they're finding is they can take your own cells and they rejuvenate it yep. back into your in your area where you got injured, the Achilles in this example, and it's it's rejuvenating guys a Stem lot cell, PRP, faster. Yes, and it's stuff. your own stuff. Yeah. So, you know, the shoulder thing sucks. It really does. I, I just I was bummed for him. He's averaging thirteen and seven. He's shooting forty percent and from three in January, which is like a dream. Yeah, it just it blows for him. But I, I think I was a little encouraged today talking to a doctor who's like, hey, the Achilles injury is bad. But it's no longer what we thought it was because we have all of these options now. And the same thing with shoulders. And it, the problem is because it's, as crazy as it sounds, the Achilles, as much as it's a load-bearing injury, uh, with shoulders, it's a range of motion injury. And the good news is it is his non-shooting shoulder. So there's you have at least that going for you. Um, this isn't like a pitcher with Tommy John where you're wondering about that same arm. Uh, this isn't, again, an Achilles where you're worried about Nas is going to lose his explosiveness. Um, as far as a severe injury goes, this is about probably the best scenario, a non-shooting, non-lower body uh, injury, which, again, uh, John says, ask any notable NBA players who have had similar injuries and recovered from them. Yeah, there's there's been a bunch. God, I had it up earlier. Uh, Siakam's one of them, Siakam's right? Siakam's one of them. He was five months, yes. And I now, believe ha- that. And I believe that was also a non-shooting shoulder. Yeah, and I'm I'm just kind of curious. Like, I forgot what year he had that injury, but how he Two has looked years ago. How he's looked post that injury because he had a he had a few lows there for a while yeah. where he wasn't playing very well. I'm not saying that's the injury. I'm just I'm kind of curious about it. And it sucks to lose him, but if you're looking at the timeline of this stuff, if it happens now. Uh, you don't want it to happen at all, but if it happens now, at least you know like he's for sure going to be back in the summer working out, rehabbing, and mm-hmm. by the start of next season, he should be ready. He to should go. be a hundred percent go. Yeah. And for everybody asking, four to six months. Yeah. Four to six months. That's that's realistically what we're looking at. Um, and I don't want them to rush him back. The frustrating part of this is for Nasir and his family and his friends and his people around him is that. Joe Cronin is now in charge, and the Blazers have not extended anybody since C.J. McCollum. He may have been able to, if he was healthy the rest of the season, justify an extension that made sense for both the team and the and Nasir and his and his camp. 
Mm-hmm. Now he doesn't get that opportunity. Now what does that like? What does that change for him going forward? Does that turn into a have to bet on yourself situation, which I'm not entirely against because I think he'll do just fine in that regard. But what if he did basically go like 14 and seven between January and April and put up real numbers? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. Anthony Simons is getting $20-plus million based on what he has done this month alone. Right. Do you think maybe Nasir could have gotten 10 to 12 locked in? Yeah, probably. That seems fair for what he is. You're betting on some future stuff, too. Like, that's kind of the contract you'd sign. Mm -hmm. And then two years into that contract, you've proven it, so you're probably going to up that a little bit. Like, yeah, that seems pretty fair. But now instead, do they kind of... uh waffle around that i think that's that's got to be a frustrating part of this is, is the unknown and you know we've we've seen this particularly this year with anthony simons he was mm-hmm. he was buried behind dame cj and norm yep and you know the, there's probably a worry in the back of his head brandon of am i gonna get the opportunity to show that i'm worth that money right and it took a bunch of injuries in the season going sideways for that to happen If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It just, I mean, it's just really kind of the theme of the season, to be honest with you, man. Yeah, I mean, it is. And that's, that's kind of what sucks. Big bummer. Um, let's We'll stay on, on the, the Nas stuff here for a second um, as it pertains to the team and, and what's going to happen. So first things first, 
I heard the other day that the organization, again, we talked about this in the post game show, Brandon, that the organization was not committed either way to a tank or chasing a play in. They were just kind of like, well, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. That was the day before Nas got hurt. And obviously they knew last night. So we're talking about 48 hours. I have a hard time believing that they've had a chance to really sit down and go through this. What 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 does this injury mean for this season? I think we know what it means. Do you need to go through it? Like you're making trades. You're probably trading or we assume you're trading for guys who are not playing, may not play the rest of the year. You might need an extra body now, though, just to fill out the active a, healthy bodies. Sure. Go get a two-way guy from a G League team. Like I I are, I, I think, you're, you're full tank now, right? I mean, I, I'm not just full tank. I don't even think tanking is the right term anymore. Like, not to you know, make light of an injury or anything, because all due respect, like, it, I really am bummed for Nas. I, I was enjoying watching him kind of grow mm-hmm. and seeing his good games and seeing him kind of bounce back from some games that weren't as great. If we're just talking about the team now, the trajectory, you go get a dude nobody's heard of. We all have to do a Google search. And you take the airplane and you crash it into the mountain. Like, it's not even a tank of just like, boom, boom. It's like, shoop. What, what was the movie? Uh, was, it, was it Alive? The, is that the, the, oh, yeah. When the, he goes to the soccer the team? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to go full cannibal, but like. We're not going there. <laughs> that's, that's like what Orlando has done. They're full cannibal right now. They're, yeah. they're eating each other alive. I, you know, I don't want to get like too off track, but this is the great thing about the live show. I was talking to somebody in the league today. And we were talking about how, um, particularly how Portland and a couple other teams are still very stupid in how they handle injury reporting and how it's just like, why? Why are some teams so ridiculous about this? And I was like, Portland's pretty bad. I'm like, I don't know if they're the worst. And he was like, they're not the worst. And I'm like, I had to think. And I was like, who's worse than Portland? Like, legitimately worse than Portland. I've heard of of a few teams that, that obviously aren't great. But he stopped me in my tracks. He goes, Orlando. I'm like... Yeah, they're out there. Nobody cares. And I'm like, I started thinking about it. I'm like, I say that's the problem. I never know because when I'm never was, really like, oh, yeah. And I was like, hiding an injury. When was the last time we got an official update on Jonathan Isaac, who blew out his knee 18 months ago? He goes, they haven't had one. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it's very reminiscent of Zach and his foot, wasn't it? Yes, but. I've Zach also sometime he's, he's he's tracking to come back at this time. Well, that one we kind of we, we, we knew gone. what was going on. I've heard that that Isaac is actually could play right now. So what's that about trading him? No, well, yes, but also ping pong balls. I mean, is Jonathan Isaac going to change how shit that team is? That team is not now, which is why I think they move him. Yeah. Um, and the same thing, Markel Fultz tore his ACL a year ago. Haven't heard a word on not Fultz. a peep. And I'm like, the hell is going on? Like a black hole. So they aren't the they aren't the worst in the NBA. But they're in the um, bottom tier. And 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 look, yeah. teams can operate how they choose to operate. That's fine. I'm still gonna call you stupid for doing it, but yes. Yeah, we're allowed to also give an opinion on that. And it's just dumb. Like you're playing this like you're the Oregon Ducks and nobody's allowed to know and no injuries are shut down practice week. nonsense with chip. Yeah, yeah. It's it really is. It reminds me of some college football mm-hmm. bowl. And it's like, cool, I don't know why you think you benefit from downplaying or just kind of keeping back injury information. But you know what? That's their priorities. That's what they want to do. So be it. I just, I, I don't really understand it. Yeah, for, I mean, 
you, you know what my pushback to that kind of stuff has always been? Mm. Uh, I'm going to go full homer here. USC was the best team in the country for five years, and our practices, and yes, I'm using a collective pronoun, our practices were wide the fuck open. Celebrities were there running Everybody around. was there. <laughs> it was a party. It, it's exactly it. Nobody gave a shit. They were so good. They said, come film us. We don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I hear that, like, oh, and I'm like, you're not doing anything secret. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. You're not like, just don't, don't right. give me that. Um, that's, that's been always been my, my biggest pushback to all of this stuff is like, I've, I've seen firsthand a top flight organization at the peak of its powers, having more transparency than anybody. So, mm-hmm. well, I shouldn't say transparency because they were sliding uh, bags of cash to Reggie Bush under the table, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no longer do they have to slide those under a table. No, now we can slide them across the table. The table. Like, ah, and they've got really big ones. Um, overall, the Nasir stuff sucks. Yeah. Sucks something hard. Um, I just... I, I get really frustrated by it because, you know, I I love seeing the young guys succeed. And I love seeing them get on the floor. Um, for those wondering, yes, I had Nasir obviously booked to to do some work with. Um, that is on hold. Yes, so, I, I think that's going to be. For those, uh, for those wondering, I, I, right. I reached out to his agent today just to make sure, you know, hey, if, you know, we can reschedule, it's cool. Um, so, uh that will be on hold, but I, I may have some updates on that. Um, overall, we, we kind of got into it a little bit. The the, the tank to, or not to tank situation, you're, you're wanting to fly this thing into a cliff at this point. I want this to be as bad as you can possibly make it at this point. There is no reason to be sitting here and acting as if this team is ever going to be in a different spot than what they currently are. They're eight games below 500 right now. They've got a, what is it, a four-game road trip coming up. Um, you know, CJ still on this team. Nurkic still on the team. Ant playing. Like, this team can still win some of these games on this road trip. When they make those trades, they need to embrace this. You allow Ant to go out there and play basketball. And I'm, I'm, I want it to be so bad that I'm kind of hoping he plays with dudes he doesn't even know. <laughs> where he's like, wait, I'd never heard of this guy before tonight. I had to look him up. Looks like he played at Missouri Southern State. Um, yeah, I wanted to have multiple directions in their college. Yes, that, yeah, I'm looking for that, too. I want it to sound <laughs> like a made-up college. Like, that's my primary goal here. You better because... sound like you're out of a Key and Peele sketch. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Yeah. Um, I, I just I, – that's the direction you got to go. You've already lost some ground because you went on that, you know, winning 6-10 and 10 or whatever it was. Get back in this thing. Accept this season for what it is. It's a crap sandwich. Sometimes you got to eat a crap sandwich to get a better meal. And I, I just, I think they're there. So you need to take this plane and you need to turn it towards that mountain and you need to go. Yeah. I mean, it's not a secret that I was already headed that way, but now I'm, I'm very fully like, let's just not, let's not tempt the basketball gods any more than, than, than has been tempted. Um, I always go back to, to Terry Stotts, uh, the infamous 2017 Kings game where Ant went nuts. Uh, somebody asked him, uh, it might have been Richmond. I can't remember. It might have been Joe Freeman. But about, like, you know, what you may or may not do in that game. And Terry said, you don't fuck with the game. And then they did. <laughs> yeah. and it worked out pretty pretty well for them. 
And then they deny that they were doing it, uh-huh. but everybody and, knew what they were I doing. I mean, Dave Yeager just threw two birds up to the Kings in his last hurrah and was like, oh, no, I'm going to sit anybody who matters, <laughs> and now I'm just going to screw with the playoff picture. Cool. <laughs> um, so the Blazers have done this before uh, as far as messing with the game. Um, yeah. I-, I could see them doing it again. Um but that's, I think that's kind of the, the, the tank part of this. And so I just want to welcome everybody in real quick. I haven't done that yet. Welcome in. We appreciate you. We love you. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Study James Huntley subscribe. Appreciate you. Uh, if you're watching here live, please click the subscribe button. Help us get to 2,500. We are on our way up. And uh, that is all because of you guys. Thank you all so very much. I had a huge, awesome, productive meeting with uh, Playback. We are going to continue running uh, watch parties every single game for the rest of the season. Uh, I've got more coming with them i took all of your suggestions and gave it to them um really excited about what they could be putting in um which is a ability for me to grab clips during games uh and be able to throw them back up during commercials and stuff like that and go hey here's what we're looking at here's what we're watching for um they're they've they're a very 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 cool product and i'm i'm really stoked to see what they're going to do here in the next month or two so um, thank you all for that. Thank you all for the members that have come in there. Now, if you want to be a part of that, all you got to do is subscribe uh, and uh, or actually become a, a member, and then you can uh, hop in the, or catch the links for the watch parties. Uh, we will have some some uh, member-exclusive uh, chats and content and stuff like that that's all going to be rolled out here in the next probably month or so. Uh, so thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, we love you. We love you very much. <laughs> There was a couple questions in here. Uh, first of all, Joey says, give Reggie Bush's Heisen back. Damn right. Abs. You know, I said that one time on Twitter, and somebody like said I have awful moral character and then proceeded to tell me my radio show sucked. Like, it was just the most random tweet I've ever seen in my life. Was he the best college football player in the country? Yes. Yes. Shut up and give him his trophy back. I don't. The Whether or not he drove an Escalade, took $5,000 for his mom's house, does not Im- impact that. <laughs> Guess what? I don't care if they gave him and his parents a house in San Diego and a free car like he, he fucking deserved it. They weren't wearing number five at the Coliseum for anybody else. That was Reggie Bush. Yeah, I was, I was say that framed Reggie Bush jersey that's going to be up in the back of the studio isn't a USC number five. It is a Reggie Bush jersey. Well, I might be wrong on this. I, I guess I might not know all the rules to the NIL stuff, but you wait till colleges if they can. You wait, because I think we're pretty close to getting these players. For the teams that do names on the back, you wait for them to start selling those jerseys. Oh, 100% they will. That is an in. Like, if, if I'm Oregon, I'm Washington, I'm like one of these Pac-12. I'm like, hey, you're getting a uniform, and we're selling the uniform, and you're yeah. getting proceeds from that. I wouldn't, I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if USC threw names on the back of jerseys. Just to sell them so they can same pay with, kids. Same yeah. with all, all of the big traditional schools. They're like, yep. oh, you play for the – no, no, no. <laughs> no, you play you play for the money now. <laughs> um so we'll we'll get into some trade stuff here. Uh Joey says Mike Richmond said in his pod there's interest from Detroit for Powell. Yeah, uh I've I've heard the same. We've we've talked about that before. Uh Detroit is one of the teams along with New Orleans, New York, Dallas, I think Miami had cursory interest and a couple others. Um there's, there was a, about a dozen teams that were loosely or remotely in the running for Norman Powell as a free agent. Um, CJ, from what I've heard, and I checked about two hours ago, um, following up on Jake Fisher stuff that he put out earlier today, that, again, CJ is, is a priority. It's getting there's, yeah. There is more and more smoke yeah. in New Orleans. I would, 
I would imagine that if CJ is dealt, that is where he goes. That is, yeah, it feels that way right now. Yeah. Um, Jake alluded to this a little bit, where he was like, "Yeah, sure, they could use you know Hart and Jonas," but uh, I, I asked around. Uh, Jonas is not on the menu. That's too bad. It would have been. I saw that er- earlier, and I'm like, Josh Hart and Jonas Valanciunas. Listen, and CJ for Hart and Jonas even with no picks. I'm like, that would be unreal. Take it, please. Cool. Yep. Cool. I'm good with that. That'd be better value than I thought he was going to give back. <laughs> starting small forward and starting center. Cool. Every, you, that means you have Norm, Cov, and, and Nurk to be able to just go do whatever you wanted to go do with. Fill out accordingly. That your, your starting lineup next year is Dame, Ant, Hart, insert power forward here, and Jonas. Let's uh, let's get a little wild real quick. Let's get reckless and wild. I like okay? reckless. Let's go. It's uh, Jack Ramsey's reckless and wild time. I have no evidence if this is even real, but I happened to see earlier somebody said Another Jordan one. Woods on her Instagram. Oh, yes, with Carl Anthony Towns. Talked about how Portland is a good vibe. And I thought, boy, it wouldn't. I, I've said this before. It's not going to shock me if a player that you would say is a star and is good randomly goes, I go play with Dave. It won't shock me if that happens. I don't know what it will take to get them. I don't know if those phone calls need to get fielded now so they don't trade away any assets they have. But I thought that was interesting. Yeah, no, I, listen, I love that kind of stuff. I love the little peek behind the curtain. Oh, what's going on over here? John M says, does Richmond have real sources? Yes, the guy that's a beat reporter for a decade has real sources. <laughs> well, I, it's not just even a, a – this isn't like to take away Richmond sources. I, no. I, it's just loud, like – the Hollinger yeah. stuff. Like there's a lot of people writing about Norm in Detroit. There's yes. a lot of people saying CJ in New Orleans. It's loud right yeah. now. It's it's never been loud in Portland over the last decade with Neil Olshay. That is what is so weird about this. And you and you and I, Brandon, we've talked about this. Like in the past, like I got I have decent sources in Orlando. That's why I knew then I told you back then they were pursuing Aaron Gordon. I'm like, that's they're they're going after him. Like that was always something I had heard. Um, there was a few other teams, you know, they don't actively talk like the Boston Celtics where they're in every deal, uh, you know, in the, in the age days. But I always heard, uh, you know, Portland's kicking around here. Portland's kicking around here. Um, and even this year, when I in free agency, when I was like, they're going for Zeller and Snell, like mm-hmm. I heard just a little bit more than I had heard in the past. Now, it's deafening. <laughs> like it's it's yep. so much louder than it has ever been, and I don't know whether or not that's smoke for smoke's sake, or if that there really are just kicking over a lot of rocks. Yeah, and it's kind of like. Eh, John John M says Herb Jones. I need John and every other human being on this planet to get the idea of Herb Jones being included in CJ McCollum trade out of their head. Rookie scale top flight perimeter defenders. You're not getting Herb Jones. Are not for sale for no. CJ McCollum. Nope. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of people like, oh, you know, they could include Herb Jones, and that that makes sense. On what planet does a team that needs a perimeter defender? in New Orleans makes sense for them to give up a rookie scale top five point of attack defender for CJ. Well, it doesn't make any sense, but I think the the one thing you could maybe, maybe hold a glimmer hope on, even though I don't think it's happening 
it is New Orleans, and they are a stupid franchise. Yeah, I mean, and then Amin says Powell for Herb Jones get roughly a twenty million dollar trade exemption. Again, uh, the Portland Trailblazers and trade exemptions blow my brains out. Just yeah. I, the last thing I want is for the Portland Trailblazers <laughs> to get another trade exception that they don't use. You don't want a trade exception again. You don't get excited oh, about the trade exception. God, expire the Rafe LaFrance's expiring contract and the the trade exceptions, the Allen Crab trade exception. Like it's just, oh God, well, give me real tangible things, either picks or players. I don't want anything else. I well, I'm pretty fond of cash considerations being involved as well. I nothing I mean, gets me more aroused from a sports angle. It's um it's one of those things where it's it's um depending on ownership, you can definitely see it. The, the previous regime in Chicago and while it's still run by the Reinsdorfs, um that his son came in, you're seeing them not, not be significant nearly as cheap as they were. Right. Like in the past, they were cheap, 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 yep. cheap, just cheap birds everywhere. Uh, is it Michael? I think Michael's his son. Uh, obviously, they bring in AK, they bring in um, uh, Eversley, and they spent a truckload of money. You're in Chicago. Yeah, you have no reason to not just like. Sure, we're we'll spend a hundred fifty million dollars this year. You're Chicago. Shut up and spend money. It's it's a it's a money printing machine. So, uh, yeah, cash considerations, not thrown around nearly as often. Uh, I do miss the days of uh, Paul Allen buying picks hand over fist, too. I, <laughs> I would like, fun. I want that one, and I want that one, and I want that <laughs> one. He just he used to walk in like, you know, a billionaire walks into Nordstrom, like, just like, oh, yeah, that and that and that and that. I'll take that. I, I don't care. I want that. And that's. <sighs> it's going to be blasphemous to say this RIP to Paul, but I had a buddy that once said he thought Paul was more excited about the draft than winning a championship. I don't think that's really that hot of a take. I think he loved the idea of building. He did, yeah. I mean, he helped build a legendary company. Of yes, and I, and I think that was really a part of um, you can get uh, into that. James says, how do we pay to become members and attend watch parties? If you're on YouTube, click community, click join. Boop. Or that's if simple. Or if you're boom. on YouTube and you're already subscribed, there should be a join button. Click it, click it, boom, you're in. Um, three bucks. You won't even notice it. Yeah. And, uh, somebody said somebody should do a free, you should, guys should do a, a free watch party. The plan is to do one a month, maybe two, open it up. But that's when, uh, the watch party software, when playback goes public, cause they're still in beta right now. Once they fully launch, then we will do that because the room sizes will increase. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't want to keep any members out. That's why. Um, John says, Norm for Grant straight up. I would imagine Norm's contract length would be appealing to them. Yes and no. Here's the thing. Dwayne Casey's the coach in Detroit. There's familiarity uh, there. I don't think Norm for, for Grant straight up is happening. I, I don't. So what would you have to include in that? <sighs> they want young players to go alongside Cade. So my thought process immediately LB. goes to. You're right. Elevate. <laughs> Of course, CJ Um, If Portland made a deal with New Orleans, get the young asset. So you you'd basically probably make it a three teamer, wouldn't you? At that I, point, I don't think Portland's going to do anything that ends up being a straight one for one trade. Right, right. Like 
it may be a, a one-to-one team transaction that then turns into something else when they, you know, officially file the paperwork. But I don't, I don't think that's going to be as straightforward as has been in the past. Remember, Nick Stauskas getting passed around through like seven different teams. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that, like, when it's all said and done, we'll have some transactions like that this year. Nice. So the transaction tree for anybody wondering, I think. For Portland, the the domino to fall is CJ. It's either CJ or it's Covington, and these are the two different ways I see this happening. CJ for Hart, Hayes, Sadoransky picks. You take and you flip that package essentially for Jeremy Grant. Maybe you keep Hart and you send Norm with I, I really hope they keep Hart. I'm just gonna throw that out there now. You, I, I think he's a athleticism, yeah. Like, I, I, I think that. it's a good fit. Yeah. Um, but I'm not over here screaming and yelling if you don't. Well, I'd, I'd be very curious what the move is if you don't, though. You know what I mean? Like, how else are you building the roster out? Well, I mean, I think the idea would be uh, Nas is your starting three. Sure, but and that's fine. And Hart's good depth, but he, my, Josh Hart off the bench would be great. And my my whole point is with all these transactions, there may be somebody else along the way that they pick up. And that was why I threw that trade idea out there cuz I had heard Cleveland kicking some things around around Robert Covington. Chetty Osmond can be your three off the bench. Uh, the other point of this is if Covington is moved to Sacramento for Marvin Bagley, that's another young player that I don't think Portland keeps, they would put into a package for a Jeremy Grant or a Miles Turner. And that's where I keep talking about these transaction wheels. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic going to Charlotte and P.J. Washington coming back and how that kind of comes together. Uh, Deadly Content came, came in here and says, do you guys like Herb Jones? He, he missed the beginning part of this. <laughs> yeah, we, we, like, we really like Herb Jones, but it is not happening. The Pelicans like him a lot more. <laughs> Um, great name, by the way, Herb Jones. Great name. It is. It is a great name it for really a young is. player. Like that's such an old name, and he's such a young player. <sighs> it has like Deacon Jones connotations. Like yes, Snapper Jones. I just yeah. Herb Jones definitely sounds like a guy who played uh, for the uh, the Admirals in 1973. Oh, Herb Jones is definitely a trading card you find in a Cracker Jack box. Like that is absolutely yeah. where you find a Herb Jones playing card. Um. There was another question in here, also wondering about Miles. We were supposed to be very interested in him. I wonder what it would cost, though. It's going to be the the package that's kind of been floated, which is the idea of a solid young player and a first-round pick. And that's why I don't believe Cub is going to get a first-round pick. No. I, I just, from from what I've, I have heard and what I've been told and discussions that, that, that have kind of gone back and forth, I don't, I don't see it happening. Unless Utah's worried that Donovan is going to go to New York now and they want to build around Robert Covington, then we get multiple first-round picks. Sure. Um, it only takes one. It only takes one team. I've seen a lot of people say, well, they gave up two first-round picks for Cove. I've, I don't, if I don't get back at least one, I'm letting him walk. It was a bad deal. I mean, I think it's okay to say yeah. that now. It is what it is. You have to accept that. You have to move on, and you take what you get, whether that's draft capital at all or it's – you know, a piece that you use to swing a different direction. I, I think they'll get a, a young player in like two seconds back or a heavily protected first. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I've seen, like, it, I like to explain it this way. Well, yeah, you give up two first round picks, but well, Brandon, when you drive a new car off the lot two years later, what's it worth? It's a depreciating asset. So you're instantly losing like 10 grand of value from that car. 
But you and, still want a car. Sure. It, it, it is what it is. It's just one of those things where it's like, uh, okay. Unless uh, you drive a Forerunner. Forerunners, for some reason, they just they, they almost make you money. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. Well, if you got a used car right now, you can make some money. That's for damn sure. Um, so there was a question here. Eric Fennell says, what do you guys think about the, the fact that Jeremy Grant wants to be a number two option? He did not say number two option. He didn't say number one option. He wants to be featured prominently. Yes. That means he's not being parked in a corner. He wants to be able to handle the ball. Yep. Okay. I, I think you could I think you could figure that out. I think you could figure that out. Uh Diddley Constant asked about John Collins. I don't think the Blazers have the pieces to make that happen. That that would be a big trade. I Huge mean, trade. If it if it happened, like if all of the Blazers did was basically find a replacement level center for use of Nurkic, get John Collins and flip CJ for that package, and they ran like Dame, Ant, uh, Josh Hart, John Collins, and replacement level center, or they figured some stuff out in the offseason, I'm like, that's a good trade deadline. <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be a damn nice trade deadline. <laughs> because now you've got Ant and John Collins as your pieces kind of going forward. Just in case something else happens. Just in case. And that's it's a little insurance, right? That's a good, good place to be. Well, it's, it's unfortunate, too. They don't have the pieces to trade for John Collins because they should have just drafted him. Exactly. And I've seen a bunch of people ask, ask about Jackson Hayes, obviously with his legal issues. That is a weird story, by the it way. It is a weird, weird story. Very weird story. And, I I mean, there, there probably has a uh, tinge of awfulness on the back end to that. Yeah, well, the video bothered me. I mean, just the video being leaked, it was like, oh, I can't watch this. Yeah, it's, it was you not good. Yeah, no, not great. Um, but if Jackson Hayes is being put into a deal, the due diligence has been done, folks. Like, it is what it is. Um, I don't think that Portland keeps Hayes in any way anyways. And so the team that he's getting sent to has done due diligence. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, that might be complicating matters. That may be why things haven't happened. Um, it just kind of it kind of is what it is. Uh, ERS, what does it take to prize Zion from New Orleans, and would you take him? I would take Zion. I would take on the oh, risk. Oh my but they lord! Do not have the assets, and beyond that, New Orleans ain't giving that up yet. Not no. Well, I mean, not yet. He's. I think he's going to turn down that deal. You know what? I've been maintaining the same opinion. I think he's going to be one of the first players to say "fuck off" with that rookie extension. And you know what he's going to do? Go to New York. He's going to go to New York where that yep. CAA powerhouse is building. Leon Rhodes was a power agent at CAA. Yep. Yep. Uh, Zion is rep by CAA and also is obviously a Nike guy. And remind yep. me again, where is Zion Williamson right now? Uh, the beautiful, the lovely <laughs> Portland, Oregon. Uh, otherwise known as the Nike campus where he's under <laughs> yes. lock and key. So Probably he, staying in the goddamn Nike campus. I would not. Listen, as, as a Beers and High graduate, I will tell you this. If that man was walking around freely in Beaverton, Oregon, we would all know about it. I, yeah, I'm telling you, like, we know he's here. Nobody's getting a photo. Nobody's snapped anything yet. And this is the generation of everybody doing that. It tells you what they're doing with him. What bothered me about him. Out of sight, I, out of mind. Yes. I'm not ready to say he's this or he's that. It's been awful. He's been injured. He's had weight problems. And he's plays, still been the most dominant rim gravity player since Shaquille O'Neal. 
I mean, he was what, 27 and 10 last year when he played in the 25 games? Whatever With everybody knowing that he doesn't want to shoot. Can't shoot. And he's just going to dunk. Yep. And he was still the most efficient player in the NBA. Well, that's because like Reggie White dribbling the basketball. How do you stop yeah. a guy that massive? What bothered me the most, though, was that uh, that Nick game where he got done playing in the garden and he's sitting there in the postgame smiling about how it's his favorite place to play. And I'm like, bro. Saying the quiet part out loud. I'm going to need you to calm down. You're making this way too obvious right now. What are you doing? Yeah, I on that part of it, I this is what I, I I've hated about becoming quote unquote media over the last decade is seeing the underbelly of this stuff, the the agents, the shoe deals, the yeah. maneuvering. Um, it can be slimy. Yeah, it's and it's not great. Uh, that's honestly that's one of been been one of the few nice things about the Lillard era is that. That stuff really hasn't been that prevalent. I mean, yeah, the he, national media tries to make it that yeah. way, but locally, we know like Dame is just it's it's nice. It's He's relaxing. gotten some guys paid. Yeah, but I'm I'm not against that. Like I'm I'm, I'm always team secure the bag. Um, duh, 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 duh. Bando says, I just hope Joe Cronin pulls the trigger and finally takes a true risk. Hope Cronin is not Olshay 2.0. He's already not. He's already he's he's already put his 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 fingerprints on the organization. He's fired a head trainer. He's fired the uh, PR director of 24 years. He has fired an assistant GM, and he has hired or replaced or elevated other people in those roles. He's also hired a new assistant GM. Yeah, I mean, but I'll push back on you. I'm, I'm kind of with him. Uh, who, who asked that question again? Sorry. Uh, Bando. Bando. I'm kind of with Bando. Like, I need to see a trade. Like, that. the measurement of are you Neil or not Neil, I hear what you're saying. It sucked to see JT go. He's made some some moves behind the scenes. We're talking about trades here. I know that's what Bando means. Like, you can't be sitting mm. on these assets. We need to see him make these moves yep. before we can finally say, not Neil. We need to separate that. And that's the thing is, like, I'm more than willing to give him the benefit of the doubt in this situation simply because Neil never made that move. So what I'm saying, if all of a sudden Cronin makes one, he has made one move more than Neil O'Shea made that was no bullshit impactful. Just a absolute, yeah, no, that's a good deal. That's yeah. kind of what we're seeing. So we have less than two weeks. Uh, we'll, we'll, I know you got to get out of here in just a second, Brandon, so we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get to this. Uh, reaction to All-Star Selection, uh, Andrew Wiggins, All-Star Starter. <laughs> Do you want to burn fan voting? No. Not a single Sun starter, or not a single Suns player, is an All Star starter. Be better. Be better than Andrew Wiggins. Mm. Name me a player better than Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Chris Paul. Your microphone's cutting out. What's going De- on, Devin Booker? What's happening? I can't I'd hear. Probably take DeAndre Ayton over him. My headphones are working. Hey, look. Should he have started? Hell probably. no. No, but but. All of this shit is made up. It doesn't matter. We're all going to die in 80 years. I'm happy for Andrew Wiggins. He was the butt of how many jokes in his career. He was traded as the number one pick. For, wait, wait, remind me again. What organization traded him? Uh, Cleveland. Where's the All-Star game this year? Cleveland. <sighs> it's going to taste delicious. Spicy. Who's going to win the MVP of that game? Do you think LeBron picks him? No, LeBron <laughs> traded his ass. He wrote a he wrote an exclusive for a magazine and purposely left him out before the trade had even been talked or announced. How do you hate someone that's never been in the league yet? 
That's cold as hell. Well, LeBron saw it was like, I'm not winning with that guy. I'd rather win with Kevin Love. I know what Kevin Love is. I don't know what this guy is. You know what's going to happen is LeBron's going to get there for selection and look at Andrew Wiggins and just see Kevin Love and just say Kevin Love out loud. What ha- well, I mean, what's the feeling for Wiggins if LeBron picks you? What is he after? <laughs> like he's just, what's he's, he doing? He just has to be looking at him going, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. Hey, hey, uh, look, it's it's been kind of a – I think the all-star starters are basically what you expect minus a couple guys, right? But, like, you add a DeRozan, you add a Wiggins, it's it's fun. I get it. This is leg, it's career legacy stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many all-stars Gary Payton started versus was a bench player. But, you know, he made an all-star team. Like, Yeah. No, I mean, making an all-star team is making an all-star team. Whether yeah. you start or come off the bench. I will say um, – I I wanted to punch whoever voted Trey Young and and to be a starter over Zach Levine, who's an MVP candidate right now. Oh, Zach Levine's been awesome. Why would you want to punch somebody over that? Because it's very dumb. It's I hate awesome, I hate stupid good. things. Yeah, okay, all right. I hate stupid things. They, he's they, been good though. I mean, you can't sure individually. He's been good. His team yeah. hasn't been good. It's just mm, it's very weird. I hate it. All right, all right but, so you so you're one of those nerds, huh? Because I used to be this too. This kind of stuff, the starter bothers you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 100%. That's, that's fine. I like uh, it. I want to get you out of here on this. I will okay. pull up my screen capture right now to show everybody. Boo, 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 boo. All right. Boop. Why isn't it showing? Why aren't you showing? Come here. Screen capture. Capture window. Well, this is dumb. I don't know why it's not grabbing it. Uh, All right, screw it. We'll do it like this. We'll capture the window, and then we'll shrink it down. Because this is great to do live. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, I teased this a little bit. These are the top lineups currently in the NBA, Brandon, uh, as far as uh, net rating are concerned. Is this minimum two games? <laughs> not this time. This is cleaning the glass, baby. We're not. We're not. We're not cheating anything here. Okay. All right. So. All right. This is the top. What like 15, 16 lineups? I think is where it's at. Uh, Milwaukee has the best net rating between uh, George Hill, Grayson Allen, uh, Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Bobby Portis. They are a plus thirty-five and one hundred and one possessions. Zoics. However. There is a lineup here at ninth of Anthony Simons, Ben McLemore, Nasir Little, Robert Covington, and Yusuf Nurkic with nearly 150 possessions. That is a plus 27.7. Holy crap. Let's go. That is a bonkers, bonkers, bonkers lineup. And what's interesting about this is, yes, they have a 127 offensive rating really good. You mean, like, just dumb good. You'll love to see it. But, and this is the important part. Let me go ahead and open this up and put this on the screen so everybody can kind of see it here. Uh, Let me see. There we go. The points per position defensively. Let's scroll over here. Oh, weird. They're in the 99th percentile. In fact, they have the second best defensive rating of any lineup Yeah. In the top 100. 
at 87.1, trailing only the Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, Dean Wade, Evan Mobley, Jarrett Allen lineup. I don't know if I would pick them as the second best defensive team in the NBA if I needed a group on the floor, but that is a hell of a stat for that lineup to be that good offensively and to be that good defensively. That is unbelievable. Bonkers. It's almost like, stay with me here, size, giving a shit, and athleticism are great things to have on the floor at one time. It's almost like that's a thing. It's a lot. You mean, wait, wait, what's what's the defense and offensive measurements with two, six, three guys on the floor? Not great, Bob. Oh, OK. All right. Great. Not great, good Bob. Good to uh, so, yeah, they uh, they have been very, very good together. Uh, and it, it's it's translated, right? Like sometimes you can see a stat and go, what? What? But like when you tell me that, I don't know if I would have picked them to be as high as they are. That makes sense, because when I watched when I watched them play, you were like, this group plays pretty well together. Mm-hmm. They move the ball. They communicate very well. They're putting forth great effort on the defensive end. Like it translates. It's nice to see it translate. It's again, these aren't giant sample sizes. Um, and the one that I showed there, I'm sorry, that was the uh, Ant CJ Nas Cov Nurk lineup uh, that was there defensively. The other lineup, uh, let me sort it here real quick. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, net diff. The other lineup, I'm sorry, uh, is at 98.3. So, uh, also in the top uh, echelon uh, of overall net rating. Uh, it's kind of cool to see, you know, up there with Milwaukee, Golden State, um, Phoenix, Brooklyn, Miami. That's a comforting feeling. Like some of the stuff that we saw, like they were legitimately good. The problem is, is the second those guys left. <sighs> Yeah. Off a proverbial clip. Yep. Cliff. I'm sorry. Uh, not a clip. But yeah. So there's your your positive. Uh, yes, the 99th percentile group had Ant CJ. Yes. Uh, the 82nd percentile group was uh, Ant Ben McLemore. Wow. So, but yeah. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> goes to show what they've had. What, what Danny? Goes to show what? Uh, let's see. Weird having length and athleticism matters. No, you're crazy. Uh, this is this is not a uh, a uh, the team is better off without Dame. This is a uh, getting bigger makes sense. And, and, yeah, and it, I mean obviously it helps. <laughs> yeah, so goes uh, without saying, man. We're not crazy. We haven't been crazy for years, and it's <laughs> nice to see numbers back us up. Yes, the the tape matches matches the the data. Yes. So, um, John asked, what what was the group? I'll give you guys the two groups here. So, uh, the four are Ant, Nas, uh, Cov, and Nurk. And then you can swap out whether it's McLemore or, or McCollum. Uh, McCollum had a, uh, obviously had some games against uh, some subpar opponents in there that may have uh, impacted some of that as well. Uh, it's uh, It's been fun. Been fun, fun. Uh, the Toronto fun, game, the Toronto game. By the way, not to interrupt you, but that oh, yeah. Toronto game probably helped a lot with, the, with some of those numbers. Yes. Uh, also, the Orlando game on the trip. Uh, Orlando, that's where right. The defense was. I mean, that's the thing. Is like they've they've kept scoring down. That's part of like feeding uh, mm-hmm. use of Nurkic the ball, slowing them down, but also attacking in transition. Uh, and Ant has been stupidly stupidly efficient. Haas says, "You mean defense requires a longer player? Even if it doesn't, <laughs> it complements. Like it makes up for like." Yeah. 
it makes up for so much shit. That is why I have just said for, for so long, just get bigger, stronger, longer, more athletic. And it's also a big reason why, like, I just look at it and go, like, Nurk's good, but if you put Miles Turner in that role, a guy who can cover even more ground, who's even longer and more athletic, it's like, you can start seeing how things can get a little bit better. Am I saying they're a championship contender? No. Are you saying they're a championship contender? No. But are they better? They're more watchable? Hell yes. So I mean, but if I would have told you, uh, and seriously, like, we knew these players were good, but what is the one thing we hold on to here in Portland? It's, it's If you would have given that Dame, L.A., Nick, Wes, and Rolo lineup a bench, who knows how far they could have gone. That's, like, that's, that's a finals contending team. Right, but we believed in that team, right? And they, they kind of proved it, and they just lacked the depth. How many people around the, the country covering this league and watching this league would have said, Dame Lillard, young Dame Lillard, LaMarcus, Wes Matthews, Nick Batum, and Robin Lopez? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have picked that. So no. it's like, that's what I said a, a few weeks ago. Be Utah. Just try to be Utah. Be a really good be, team. Be really good. Have like nine, ten deep. We're like, Jesus Christ, this doesn't, like, it doesn't let up. And you fly under the radar, man. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to pick you. Everybody picks against you. And if you have that depth established, you can do some stuff. Literally Phoenix Suns last year. Literally the Phoenix yes. Suns last year. Yes. So, um, John says, did you all hear Windhorse compare Ant to Monte Ellis? Yeah. Windhorse, yeah, we did. Windhorse we did. knows how I feel about that. So, the message has been passed along. <laughs> but I also don't think... He did clarify during the show. He's like, I don't think he's Monta Ellis. I just, he was saying, I don't think he impacts winning the same yet. way Damian Lillard does yes. yet. We don't know that. And I think that's the one thing yeah. I would say is fair. Um, and I guess we'll answer, we'll answer this one last. Does Little's injury lower his value? No. And not only that, I, I have been told that the pecking order of... of off limits is Dame is entirely off limits. Ant is as close as it gets, and Nas is right there. Those are the three. Those are the three guys that matter for this franchise right now. Yeah, and, and they, they care about those those other guys as human beings. But as far as basketball planning wise, those are the three. So uh, Brandon's got to get out of here and go coach. So we will wrap it up here. Thank you all so 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 very much. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Help us grow the channel. If you're here hanging out, please click the subscribe button. Bloop! It's free. Quite literally. You don't have to turn on the notifications, all that kind of stuff. Just grow some things up. That helps us improve the algorithm and helps us get out to more people. Um, we are we are growing, uh, whether you want us to or not. <laughs> it's the only uh, area in my uh, my life that I actually grow. So yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs> but uh, again, thank you. Uh, if you can leave us uh, leave us a review on iTunes on Please Apple, please do whatever. that. That's that's another thing that helps us. Uh, it helps share, us a lot. Share the podcast. Word of mouth is how podcasts get out. Algorithm algorithms is how YouTube content spreads. Yeah. Uh, so if you can help us with that, that'd be great. Uh, otherwise, we will catch you tomorrow for the Houston Rockets game. Houston Rockets. Uh, I might be a little bit late. We may or may not have a pregame. We're st- I'm still okay. trying to figure that out. I've got to go get a bunch of tests done for my surgery that is going to put me right up against uh, the start time. So okay. uh, I will let you guys know I will, and I will talk to Brandon and make sure you guys are kind of in the loop. Uh, there, There is a uh, watch party. So that will be there regardless and I'll post the link up um, as soon as I know. But until then, take care. Talk soon. Uh, you can find us on social media at Jack Ramsey's, at Danny Moring, at Brandon Sprague, jackramsey's at gmail.com. Take care. Talk soon.
It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com